Hi, my name is Scott Kerland, and my best friend Lils Martin hates musicals. I'm Lils Martin, and my friend and acquaintance Scott Kerland loves musicals. Wait, what? But I don't like I don't like begrudging for it or anything. Wait, I don't know. I said you were my best friend, and you just called me a friend and acquaintance. Yeah. I was working really, really hard on creating this podcast for you where I show you great movie musicals and bad movie musicals because I love you, but you want to be a dick. We were supposed to record this promo for Hell is a Musical, and what are we doing right now? Sounds like we're recording the promo right now. Hell is a Musical on the Zero Science Network. Be there. Golly, I zapped myself, and I went back five years of when I started this podcast. Oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have had bangs. Oh, well. That's right, we watched the Boy Meets World episode where Corey shocks himself and becomes a Cold War spy. We watched the episode of Boy Meets World, I Was a Teenage Spy, so you know what that means. It's in the basket, writer's bagel basket. Sean Z. Hunterelli. <laughs> I warned you that your next shenanigan would be your last. I, it, it wasn't him, it was me. Ah, a new student trying to make a name for himself, eh? And that name is? If he doesn't know you, be smart, make one up. My name is, uh, Brad Pitt, sir. Well, Mr. Pitzer. Tear me apart, Lisa! Ah, oh, dang. you mind putting that gun away? My wife doesn't care, but I'm a very timid fellow. You idiot. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Pickle Basket. I'm Scott Kerland, and we continue 90s November with another Brown. We have Danielle Brown back our boy meets world expert. Yes, the the authority here. <laughs> yeah. So, what are we talking about? Talking about I was a teenage spy. Forgot the episode. I think it was episode nineteen. Season, season three. three? Ep- uh, season three or four episode. Season yeah. three. I Definitely think. season episode, three. Yeah. It was like yeah, right one... before the Disney episode, which we... it, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. It's in that weird, like middle of the breakup between when they actually break up early, like kind of halfway through the season. And then at the end of this, the season, they get back together at, in Disney world. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. The amount of times they've had Corey and Topanga break up makes no goddamn sense. No. Like, <laughs> and this one specifically was just like, they were getting, they be- were becoming like an old couple and they're just like, yeah, yeah, the mystery is gone. <laughs> The only time they should have broken up was with Ski Lodge Girl. Yes. Yeah. They shouldn't mm-hmm. have done the... So in prep for this, I watched a bunch of Boy Meets World Watch Mojo videos. <laughs> and they actually released uh, a few days ago the top 10 most heartbreaking dark moments of Boy Meets World. Oh, I did watch that. Yeah. And they... In the honorable mentions, they had Topanga uh, doesn't believe in love anymore after her mm-hmm. parents get divorced. That was rough. Yeah. I'm assuming that, yeah, I figure that was in there. I'm assuming Mr. Turner that was just was an honorable in there. mention. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. No, the ones that were in there was uh, uh, Corey and Sean become alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. The one you talked about, cult fiction. Yep. Uh, uh, Eric having to pull a white fang and tell the little boy that he was big brother to that he can't adopt <laughs> That's him. That's right. Oh, no. That yeah, one is they're... heartbreaking. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. This one, you had a rough one last time. So <laughs> you have you have a much easier one now. Yeah, you gave me a lighter romp this time. <laughs> yeah, we literally have at least three members from Happy Days in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot they just popped up halfway through. Yeah, and they literally go by their names. Yeah, yeah, and there's like some cute little things where like, instead of Mr. C, it's Mr. B. (laughs) Hi, Jay Edgar, it's me, Tom Bosley. (laughs) 
So why don't you give us the TV guide rule for this episode? Oh, boy. Uh, boy electrocuted by microwave and has a 1950s coma dream. <laughs> I think it's as close as I can get. Yeah. I also love how this episode opens up with Corey still thinking. This is where it gets into, like, dangerous like in in this day and age it gets into that dangerous i'm a nice guy territory like mm-hmm. because he's broken up with Topanga and he won't take no for an answer it's yeah this is like i don't know if this is the start of like when Corey just starts getting weird but it's definitely it's definitely touching on the <laughs> that feeling cuz yeah like he's he's kind of denying that they broke up and then threatening that he'll break up with her again <laughs> That's like toxic masculinity. Yeah, it's rough. And like the staring throughout the episode is pretty rough too. <laughs> Corey Matthews became a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> There's bodies under Chubby somewhere. <laughs> Honestly, of all of the people on Boy Meets World, I think the two people who I would say would be serial killers are Corey and Feeney. Oh, yeah. Feeney would be good at it, though. Corey would Feeney, not. Yeah. So so I'm looking at it like in a Dexter situation where Corey is like Dexter Morgan and Feeney is like the Trinity killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Feeney's just like politely kind of tri- like pruning his uh, shrubs outside, keep an eye on the Matthews. He's got a train set in the basement and a bunch of people tied up. <laughs> I I love this episode and i don't know why because it's not a very good episode yeah like i i remember this episode it's i don't think it's one of my favorites but like it's totally enjoyable to watch (laughs) definitely not in my top five or ten no but i mean i think the the reason why it always stood out to me is the whole brad pitt of it all because he thinks (laughs) they're like make up a fake name he's like "Uh, i'm brad pitt sir Yeah, Brad Pitzer. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, "What movie?" So this would have been what ninety six season three. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that. Like, what what had Brad Pitt done? (laughs) What twelve monkeys? Right, like (laughs) twelve monkeys. So would have been like twelve monkeys or Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, yeah, right around that era. (laughs) That that's insane. (laughs) Yes. Ah, uh, don't you know who I am? I'm star of the film Cutting Class, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, like he could have gone with who would who was like a big heartthrob. He could have gone with Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, this is when Johnny Depp was doing his indie stuff. So, yeah, he wouldn't be a contemporary Ethan, heartthrob then. Ethan Hawke, Ben Stiller. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Those are, yeah, different caliber calibers, but still I'm relevant. Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is when Val Kilmer would have been Batman. It's true. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I did. I did a, a giant deep dive because he mentions Corey mentions how in the future. A uh, man will land on the moon and they'll uh, bake pizza uh, cheese right into the crust. And this is just when Pizza Hut introduced the baking, the the reverse crust or what, what, yeah. what are they calling it? Like the, It was just stuffed, stuffed crust, crust, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they called it something different first at first because I looked up who was in the original commercial to introduce it. And it was oh, Donald tell. Trump. Oh, <gasps> No. It was oh, Donald geez. and Ivana Trump. Oh, no good. Yeah. It's like stuff like that. Like You go back to like Home Alone 2 and like all of a sudden just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, why are you here? We're Little Rascals. Oh, he's in Little Rascals too? Yeah, he's Waldo's dad. Oh, not good. It, it's when like celebrities who like, how do I wear this? <laughs> it's It's like the whole... Schwarzenegger becoming governor and then you're like no you're the star of kindergarten cop (laughs) (laughs) it's not a dog it's a ferret (laughs) (laughs) it's not the tumor but yeah it's 
that's that's what I it was so jarring because I was going through all of these old commercials on YouTube for the stuffed crust when they introduced <laughs> it, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that former President Donald Trump <laughs> introducing stuffed crust pizza? And I'm like, this is weird. And then they the next person, Jimmy JJ Walker. <laughs> So we saw him do stand-up at uh, Prince Pizza in Saugus. <laughs> oh, man. Did he say dynamite? And, oh, I'm pretty sure he said dynamite. Uh, and, yeah, his set was not, uh, I don't know, appropriate, I guess. Is, is it like that whole Bob it? Saget thing where Saget's like... Kind of. He wasn't as dirty as like Saget would have been. But it was just, uh, yeah, not... <laughs> dynamite, lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was less dirty and more just like, um, uh, I don't know, He he's not a fan of certain races, let's say. <laughs> oh my God, that's not yeah. dynamite at all. Not at that, all. That just has me saying, damn, 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 damn. Yeah. <laughs> but we did get a signed autograph from him, so that was cool. <laughs> was he wearing the bucket hat at least? <laughs> I wish. Uh, oh mine. man, him and Rerun and... Yep. <laughs> Everyone else gang. from good times and what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> so with this episode, like the whole cross, you know, uh TV dimensions, I guess I'll call mm-hmm. it. Like I I thought that Happy Days, I didn't know it was ABC. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either because I was I was also I thought it was to, like, like CBS or NBC. Right. Yeah, and like it's weird too because like obviously in the I don't the mythos of this episode like this is all in Corey's head. Obviously, he's in like a weird electrocution coma, (laughs) having this like weird fever dream. So he's aware of Happy Days and like has watched Happy Days enough to like know kind of like half baked references to these people. (laughs) Because Feeney said right before he uh gets electrocuted is mr matthews those weren't so happy days at all it's true yeah it's feeney's fault <laughs> yeah it is feeney's fault and you know why at the end feeney shows up in the space uniform doing the star trek thing they try why <laughs> they try to get robin williams to show up really to, to do mork from mork and minnie oh that makes mork sense. and mindy not mork and minnie <laughs> Mark yeah, and Minnie. Mark and Minnie Mouse. Who, <laughs> <Her>, my God. <laughs> Minnie. <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> nanu, nanu, Shazbot. <laughs> did, did you see the video, the, the test footage that that guy who does impressions of Robin Williams did to make a Robin Williams biopic no, that went viral? No, I did not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Was he good? I, I, I would hope. I'll send it to you after the podcast. It is amazing and frightening how good he is at doing robin williams and (laughs) and because the whole the whole screen test that they did it they they were trying to do what they did with deadpool where they leaked the footage Mm -hmm. it's on the set of mork and mindy and pam dauber or the actress playing pam dauber comes in and is like john belushi's dead and he's like oh no he can't be dead i was hanging out with him last night what are you saying that's my Robin Williams impression. It's flawless. I thought Thank he was you. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's very breathy and like kind of Bee Gees like. It's good. <laughs> and now my impression of Barry Gibb meeting Robin Williams. Oh, hi, Barry. Oh, hi, Robin. I have a brother also named Robin. Oh, you don't say. But yeah. With with this episode, that's why they had Feeney basically doing Star Trek because yeah. they couldn't get Robin Williams. I mean, it all makes sense now. <laughs> you've, yeah, you've closed all the plot holes here. Yeah, do you know where Robin Williams was? He was on mm. Friends. I didn't even know he was on Friends, so I am not like we actually just started rewatching, or I guess watching Friends because I had never really watched it. I had a few friends who were like diehards, and I was like, Mm-mm, nope, no, thank you. <laughs> were you a Seinfeld person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld and Frasier. <laughs> Frasier, Wings and Cheers. Oh yeah, Wings. Oh, and too. Third Rock from and the Sun. Cheers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, funnily enough, Third Rock just came up recently because oh, Third know, Rock we is so good. I we tossing rewatched animated it. gifts to each other and wrote, like it ended up being a Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> yeah, we rewatched it uh 
during quarantine, I rewatched all of Boy Meets World and I rewatched all of Third Rock from the Sun. Mm-hmm. And I might one of them still holds up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, like Corey is kind of a prick the entire episode. He acts like he knows he's everything. Not- he, and he's not phased by being like going back in time. He he does the whole like great Caesar's ghost, and he's like, "I'm back in time, baby," and <laughs> just runs and off. Then he buys probably like a million dollars worth of IBM. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that he asked about Xerox first. He's like, "No, IBM, great." <laughs> a nickel a share. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it all. Where they didn't want Kodak. <laughs> yeah, like the the things that you should have invested in were Kodak, Oreo, McDonald's. Oh man, that's when Ooh, you, yeah. you Corey, you drive in the car. Forget about nineteen fifties version of Topanga. You go all the way to California. You steal McDonald's away from both Ray Kroc and the McDonald's brothers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then you punch Walt Disney in the face and you take Disney World. (laughs) Yeah, you create Matthew's Land. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Corey World. (laughs) That is one of those things that, like, I always weirdly think about if, like, if if Walt Disney's name was not Walt Disney, we would not have Walt Disney World. Obviously, it would just be some other schmuck's name with world attached to it. Ted Turner Land. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Want to ride the TBS adventure? <laughs> no. Come on, no, Planeteers. Uh, if Ted Turner had Disney World, you know that that Captain Planet would be the the, the logo. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. But in, in this episode, with, with Corey and Topanga's relationship, going back to his stare, that is... That stare is terrifying. It's no good at all. It's really troubling. <laughs> she, she like she questions it every time, and he just doubles down on it. Guys, and anyone listening to this episode, if someone you have a crush on says, stop looking at me that way, it's creeping me out, guess what? Stop looking at them that way. Yeah, you're you're being a predator. Even if they say it's giving me the heebie-jeebies, they, they're being cute about it. Like maybe stop. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that fazed me the most, and this is like my own vanity, is as soon as he said, "I know that you like Rocky Road ice cream," I'm like, "Fuck you! I like Rocky Road ice cream, you <laughs> son of a bitch!" <laughs> this you is don't take that from me. <laughs> don't take this away, Corey. As I watched the series over and over again, like I started like rank tiering the characters of who's best and who's worst. Mm-hmm. And up at the top tied for first are Sean and Eric. Oh yeah. Now the, the whole rewatch, I think Christopher mentioned it before. He was like, Eric is my constant. <laughs> but yeah, Eric it's 100%. is great. Yeah. Eric and Sean for sure. Cause Sean then goes through Feeny. so much and then still turns out good. <laughs> kind of normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it goes, Sean and Eric tied for first, and second is Feeney. Then, uh, this is going to be shocking, but Angela. I weirdly was going to say Angela, too, because she's just, like, she's always doing good. Like, she's, I feel like she's very sane with her arguments. <laughs> and then, then like, you have, in the middle, you have both Morgans. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, at the bottom, a- Amy and Alan are in the middle with Morgan. Then, yeah, they're pretty neutral. Then adult film star Maitland Ward is towards the bottom mm-hmm. with Jack. And at the bottom for me is Corey and Topanga. Yeah, because they're, they're just so frustrating. <laughs> oh, Min- Minkus, Minkus and uh, Mr. Turner are right under Angela. Yeah, I think that's fair. They're like, yeah, g- like good neutral, essentially. I mean, they could have done so much with Minkus. And I know, I know wh- yeah, it's a shame that they he just completely disappeared. Well, you know why, right? No, I don't think I do. Because uh is it his name is Michael Jacobs, right? Yeah. Mark Jacobs. Which one's the designer and which Mark, one's Mark the Mark Jacobs is the designer. <laughs> okay. Michael Jacobs uh created the Torkelsons. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he created the Torkelsons at the same time that he did Boy Meets World. It was on mm. ABC on Tuesdays right after, whatchamacallit, uh, Full House. So he took Lee Norris, who played Minkus, from there and brought him to the Torkelsons. And then that became No Way Home or the 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 mm. the reboot that they did with Brittany Murphy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they showed some some footage from that in the Brittany Murphy documentary. Mm. I watched I made the mistake of watching the Brittany Murphy documentary a few <laughs> weeks ago. I have not made that mistake yet. <laughs> I I was I was telling uh Chris I was telling uh Christopher that it was the scariest movie that I watched in October. And I watched oh, all no. of the Halloween movies. I watched everything that we did for Stabby. Yeah, you specifically her- watched horror movies for the podcast. Yeah, and Tied for Hereditary is the Brittany Murphy documentary <laughs> where they're showing footage of her on Boy Meets World and footage of her on the Torgelsons. And like, She's it was the scariest that thing. whole documentary. <laughs> Also, where where was Brittany Murphy for this episode? Trini was still a yeah. character in the third season. Right. Where the hell was Trini? Don't know. Trini is another character who <laughs> Like that's what that's what they should have done when they made the Minkus joke in season five. They're like, Mr. Turner, Trini, hold up. Ah <laughs> oh, man. This episode is just so meta as well because it also points out the flaws like it kind of feels like oh man you shouldn't be upset that that you know you're living in the 90s because in the 50s it was bad well spoilers alert for everyone who's in 2020 (laughs) it's still pretty bad guys (laughs) and now that we're in 2021 things still haven't gotten better so yeah i mean take that stuffed crust pizza (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> At least we're not ducking and covering, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the matinee episode, we were talking about that. Chris and I were talking about that. And the whole ducking and covering, they had the same argument in both matinee and in this. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. If you duck under your desk, it's not going to stop, you know, the radiation for pe- from peeling your skin off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dust aren't going to create a magical force field for you. You can hope that it does. <laughs> Speaking of radiation, another show that I watched during quarantine was Chernobyl, and that was a mistake. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so lighthearted and chipper. <laughs> another, there's a reason why I didn't do that for the Cold War stuff. <laughs> but yeah, this, once again, this entire month is taking, like, the the space race and the cold war and making it funny like yeah it just i mean it obviously like this obviously does not go into anything beyond like sputnik happened and people ducked and covered (laughs) yeah with, with the whole sputnik thing i remember watching this episode and this was before october sky had come out and iron giant Mm-hmm. So I was like nine, and I'm like, what's Sputnik? Or I was eight. I'm like, what's Sputnik? And my parents explained to me, I'm like, cool. And they thought that something that tiny was a satellite to destroy people. Oh. <laughs> and my parents are like, yes. And I'm like, wow. What a time to be alive. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, they just explained it to you like Alan and Amy did, and then <laughs> pretended they were Russian spies. <laughs> uh, they pre- they pretended they were Plotsylvanian spies. Of course, <laughs> and Natasha were from Plotsylvania. Thank you very much. <laughs> I I will say that William Russ as Alan Matthews is probably one of the best TV dads. Uh, yeah, and his Russian accent was... <laughs> clearly flawless <laughs> it was just like deep and gruff and that was it <laughs> hello i'm yakov smirnov soviet <laughs> russia muffin eats you <laughs> and i will say that betsy randall in in the little like jackie kennedy dress her whole outfit was so good and she was yeah just like kind of like 
always had her her shoulders kind of hunched up and like trying to be cute, and then immediately she's like, "Where where are the papers? <laughs> <laughs> where are the papers?" <laughs> oh, and I could spend the rest of the episode talking about this, but the whole uh, Topanga spitting the gum into yeah, the, the spittoon. <laughs> Yep, they did it they once, st- and they did a callback to it. They <laughs> stole that sound effect. Mm-hmm. That sound effect is from Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Spit out that gum. And I'm like, they stole that, and then they did it again. I'm like, they stole it again. Yep. They doubled no, down. And I, I, I appreciated how smooth she was with, like, spitting the gum and immediately putting another piece of gum in her mouth, too. It's like, well done. <laughs> also... Was it just me or did she kind of look like Natalie from the Facts of Life with, with the she big... She definitely did. Yeah, the hair for sure. <laughs> the hair. She looks so much like Mindy Cohen from yeah. the Facts of Life. <laughs> well, Topanga, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have that giant haircut. <laughs> yeah, and she just assumed that everybody in the 50s just kind of shouts, which, you know, that's a choice. <laughs> that was a choice. Um, do you think she got like a headache or like back problems from wearing that wig? That had to be a heavy Probably. wig. Probably. It was a big wig. <laughs> that was a wiggy wig wig too. <laughs> yeah, the wiggiest of all wigs. And was this one of like in season 3, I know I know there wasn't a ton of Mr. Turner. Was this No, like... there wasn't. Yeah, cuz there wasn't a bunch of Mr. Turner and then it was like it was weird at the beginning to see the other teacher Mr. Williams and then it's really only because he shows up later. So like they quickly introduce them, almost like reintroduce them with the flyers <laughs> to be like they'll come back later, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Alex Deserts. He's great. Well, it, he even references his own um his band Hepcats by saying like uh, I'm the Hepcat. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he had a band. Yeah, I like I was looking at some some trivia and like that was one of like the very few things that came up. <laughs> like oh, I just remember him from Becker. Yeah. <laughs> with with the whole Feeny them trying to make him look younger, they made him look older. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was not successful at all. Yeah, poor William Daniels. Like yep. he can't catch a break. <laughs> He's still lovely though. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Turner they just turn into like a nerd. Just to kind of, I don't know, young him they, up, I guess. Yeah, he also looked older. He mm-hmm. he kind of looked like Clark Kent as Superman. Like <laughs> he when... did, yeah. The clear glasses that he shouldn't be wearing. <laughs> and the one person we haven't talked about yet is everyone's favorite, Ryder Strong. Oh, boy. And that's, wh- that's what I put as my name for this Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, good old Shazi Hunter is sorry, Shanzi Hunterelli. Yeah, Shanzi Hunterelli. But that makes no sense because on Happy Days it was Arthur Fonzarelli. Arthur Fonzi, correct. <laughs> I think they just really like Shanzi and then we're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, poor Sean Hunter gets such a weird arc in this. Well, it's basically, it's like another situation where they're just like playing up like, oh, I'm a loner. No, you're not a loner. You have a friend. And then they're just built like artificially rebuilding a friendship (laughs) by the end. This is going to show how dumb I am. But when I saw him with the ping pong paddle and the balls, I was like, did they have ping pong back in the 50s? (laughs) (laughs) Did they have anything in the 50s? Yeah. I'm like, they, they had pinball. And they had uh, jukeboxes. That's about it. That's that's all I needed. Yeah, yeah. it was a pretty lame, uh, like, prank to just have ping pong balls hanging on top of uh, Feeny's door. That was not impressive. <laughs> I, was that a thing in the fifties? I, I mean, I, I, not that I know of. <laughs> that's like a that's like something you would see in like Back to the Future. Yes. Did you also notice that the the guy who owned the diner was also the cop in the other scene? Yes, he did. <laughs> is that how we're supposed to know this is a dream? I mean, it's that is how Corey's mind works. <laughs> Corey's mind has to be a nightmare. It really has to be. It's just there's so many things wrong with how he just interacts with the world. <laughs> and it gets yeah. weirder and weirder each, each season. Because in in this episode, he's like, I want you back, Topanga, but 
in previous episodes and like a few episodes that follow, Corey kind of becomes. How do I put this nicely? <laughs> he goes from being like Corey to being like this, like trumpet, not trumpet, <laughs> strumpet. I meant strumpet. strumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Corey is is in the, this episode. He's so desperate for Topanga, mm-hmm. but like three episodes before this, he was making out with that girl, like the girl he kept going on dates with. And like she wanted to be kissed and then they made out and then then he kept going on dates and now he wants to pang it back. And then like in a few more episodes, he's going to start dating other women, too. Like, yep. Corey's kind of the fucking worst. Yeah, <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> and it's like it's a bummer that Topanga obviously like goes back to him, too. It's just like she's just there and she's off off in the distance until he wants her again. I mean, in this episode, she has to, like, basically remind him to be like, you broke up with me. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying right now? <laughs> I, I love how they try to retcon that because they, they show Corey breaking up with her in that episode. Mm-hmm. And he runs away. He walks away. And then she runs after him. And he's yeah. not there. And then he comes in. So, like, nobody really broke up with anybody, like... If anything, it was mutual. So, like, it's it's a little weird for her to say, like, no, you broke up with me. But still, they're broken up no matter what. <laughs> yeah, but also they're, like, 14. Yes. <laughs> like, um, because in, in that Watch Mojo video, they, they one of the things they talked about was, like, peer pressure on prom night. Because, mm-hmm. like, Corey in Promises, Promises kind of being a creep yep as usual (laughs) oh man the 90s oh boy (laughs) yeah so with with sean i love i i i kind of want to spend the rest of the podcast talking about his little (laughs) secret getaway (laughs) what he specifically called it like a secret makeout room right uh his makeout pad Yes. Oh my God. With the girl underneath the. That's what I. I was like, how does she eat and sleep? I don't know. She's just standing there waiting for a sheet to be like. She was on a stool. Yeah. (laughs) She was on a stool. Uh, The 50s, am I right? For how long? I don't know. Who knows? I, I'm glad they didn't do that thing where he's like, oh, I'll have a salad for lunch. And they're like, a salad? You mean a burger with lettuce and tomato? Yeah. <laughs> also, I got to say, those brownies looked pretty fucking good. They did look really good. Yeah. Morgan was, wasn't was cool uh, telling uh, him no. Uh, uh. <laughs> she, she goes full Dennis Nedry. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anson Williams showing up of all the people from Happy Days they got they got Tom you know, Bosley you got Potsy <laughs> you get Potsy you could, can't even get Ralph Malf I did like that he, like he made the joke of like oh my my parents would say well no I I didn't have any parents <laughs> like yeah no you're just a written fucking character you brought in <laughs> and I, I love how Corey's like wait a minute you are and he's like Anson Williams <laughs> Just Anson, no one else. Let's go. Don't call me Potsy. <laughs> and I love how Tom Bosley still looks the same that he did in the 70s. That Yeah. Oh, man. Tom Bosley, for some reason, he looks like the real-life version of that troll from Frozen. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's got, he's got the right nose for it, for sure. Yeah. Bit of a fixer-upper. <laughs> Yeah, and oh, we haven't even talked about Eric Matthews, who in oh my this... gosh, again, like one. I mean, I guess he also had like a weird voiceover at one point where he had like his Harvard dogs chasing him too. But one scene that he's in, and he's still beautiful, flawless. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> Mr. Feeney, you're my mentor and closest confidant, which is weird because he. Feeney is his mentor in the real world, too. Yeah, exactly. But but he's like, I've been asked to go to Harvard or Yale. Well, as you know, Harvard doesn't allow women. Oh, good. That will 
not distract me from my studies. Yeah, from my, my intellectual affairs. <laughs> intellectual pursuits. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, I oh, like that my... he specifically said, also, they, they've invited me to teach to her. <laughs> He's kind of playing like Carlton in this episode. Yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, jeez. And with with the whole, was this a thing, like, in comedy in the 50s, the chicken head thing? Like, they won't recognize you if you put I a chicken? Yeah, so, like, yeah, they had the um, the clever disguise. It was the, just the, I don't know, Karl Marx, like, uh, <laughs> nose. Oh, then, Groucho uh, Marx, Karl's yeah, Marx. Yeah, Groucho, Karl Marx, oh, boy. Incorrect. (laughs) It was a communist manifesto. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, why not? But yes, Groucho Marx uh, disguised with like big nose and mustache. And then, yeah, they put the chicken head on him. I don't, I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, so I've talked with your husband about this, that these shows in the 90s (laughs) clearly have been written by blacklisted writers. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> who go under like secret pen names. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, they just put him in like a dark room that nobody knows about. <laughs> Saul, Maury, Morty, and Gus? <laughs> Gustav. <laughs> yeah, they they clearly have like these old 1950s blacklisted writers just writing out this like oh no what worked on happy days this worked in happy days when i was secretly writing on that show yep yeah it's probably like all these plot lines that they actually tried to get onto happy days and didn't work so they were like ah well now's my chance (laughs) i can finally get that chicken head in here yeah and going back to Corey being a dick Him being like, I know everything about you. Maybe we can uh, go to the zoo and look at the giraffes and then get some Rocky Road ice cream. He's, like he's using valuable information that he knows is accurate because he obviously knows Topanga to like, it's it's just so manipulative. Ugh, it's gross. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the movie Roxanne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... I'm probably going to do in February. <laughs> but, <laughs> nice. Because I do love the movie Roxanne, but but he's basically like, not Steve Martin, because Steve Martin is like the good guy in that. He's like yeah. that good-looking dum-dum. Who, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, why are you using this information? And I'm like, oh, man, 1996, this doesn't age well. Mm-mm, no, it's not Okay. <laughs> And this was the same year where we got some great episodes. This was the same year as Cult Fiction mm-hmm. and Eric the Weatherman. That <laughs> was great, too. Yeah. And there there are probably so many more great episodes in this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole movie night thing where uh, Corey uh, is going to ask out Topanga, but Sean gets there first, mm-hmm. and you find out it's a ruse set up by... Uh, Brittany Murphy oh, <laughs> by Brittany boy. Murphy and, and uh, Ryder Strong. How do we get some really good episodes? And then this one, we just get like, you know what? He electrocutes himself. Because <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah. He electrocutes someone... himself and then trying to get back, he's just told by uh, Pat Morita <laughs> to, <laughs> to electrocute himself again. <laughs> yeah. I love when Pat Morita goes, oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> but. When Corey electrocutes himself, when he wakes up from his dream, he is in the next room. Mm-hmm. When you electrocute yourself, because I have electrocuted myself by plugging something in, mm-hmm. and I'm not proud that I'm about to admit, admit this, you piss your pants. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, mean, I feel like that's just a natural like reaction to that. Your body is getting, <laughs> has electricity shooting through itself. He so, doesn't know what to do. So my excuse is I was a little boy when I accidentally, I plugged in something and and I electrocuted myself at a friend's house. And I'm, he's like, did you pee your pants? I'm like, no. 
Oh. <laughs> I was like nine years old. I was like, no, let, let's just go get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what smells bad? I'm like, oh, they must be making it's, minestrone. It's pizza, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Corey should be like sitting in his own piss. Like, well, so it's so I would argue that he wakes up much later because both Sean and Topanga were not at his house when he gets electrocuted, right? It's just his family. But when right. he wakes up, like Sean's there, Topanga's like going to get ice for him. So time has passed <laughs> where he, if whatever, if he pissed himself or not, he's been moved to the couch and other people have been informed of the situation and they've arrived at the house. I just picture Eric. And Alan playing rock, paper, scissors, deciding <laughs> who has to take off Corey's soaked trousers. Yeah, I want to see those deleted scenes. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it either. Rock, paper, scissors. And Feeney comes in. Fine, fine, fine. I'll do it. George, no one asked you to do that. Annie, as he takes off his pants, he realizes that he's wearing Eric's underwear for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was another thing with, with Topanga being like, I'll take a look. Yeah, what the hell? Because that was like a, obviously a weird um, Back to the Future reference, I would assume. But like, yeah. I, why is he wearing Eric's underwear? <laughs> yeah. I kind of wanted them to have like a young George Feeney. Like, like sh- Sean is a young version of Feeney and he befriends Feeney. And it's literally... <laughs> Back to the Future. Yeah, that would be incredible. <laughs> I, I wish that they they literally went full Back to the Future, and they're like, "Oh man, the only way that I can electrocute myself is a bolt of lightning." <laughs> the enchantment of the sea dance. Let's just go. <laughs> Gotta go to the sock hop. <laughs> yeah, I. So I literally in college wrote a a parody script of back to the future and i mixed it with there will be blood (laughs) and it was called there will be time travel excellent (laughs) because i the only reason why i did it is the line in there will be blood when he goes get him look it up and take him to the uh, apple tree dance and i changed it to get him look it up and take him to the enchantment under the sea dance (laughs) it's a perfect fit You see, Marty, if I have a time machine and you have a time machine, I take. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they, they they mix Back to the Future with Happy Days in this episode. It, it just it's a bunch of nonsense, honestly. Like uh, it's and, wild. And they're like, "Oh, well, Richie was the worst part of Happy Days, so I guess Corey's the worst part of this show." <laughs> We can make this work. <laughs> yeah. See where I'm going with this? This could work. This, this could work. <laughs> yeah. This was also the season where they're giving way too much to Corey. And then they realize that it's too much in season three. In season four, they start to like pull back. Mm-hmm. That's why when season four opens up, because this episode is like two or three episodes away from the season finale. Yeah, in Disney close. World? Yep. Yeah. So they're like, oh, well, we have to retcon it. So what we're going to do is Eric and, and Corey are going to go cross country and we're going to show how big of an idiot Corey is and we're going to have him get hit in the face with sprinkles. Uh-huh. <laughs> I so kind of feel this episode is the episode that really, like, turned me off from Corey. Like, yeah. I mean, rewatching it, like this was a hundred percent like triggering all those things of like, Oh no, this is when he does just become like a ditzy predator. <laughs> I think it's like, we kind of nailed what, what he's doing here. It, it could yeah. have been like, there was one, what the heck was it? Um, I'm blanking on it. There was another part in this that really bothered me too. I can't think of it. Like obviously all the, the there's staring like, at her. There's four locations. So, there's the house, there's the school, there's the prison, and then there's Chubby's, which they call Slims. Right, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, I saw what so you did there. so much of Chubby. 
Yeah, like how how Arnold's became Arthur's because yep. they changed <laughs> because they got rid of Pat Morita because he was doing Karate Kid. <laughs> you know, that's why he left Happy Days, right? No, no, I didn't know Cause, that. Because he, he was getting movie roles and he got in Karate Kid. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But with with this episode, I realized what like the show was suffering from. The same thing that Scrubs ended up suffering from. Like mm-hmm. everyone started to realize that Corey isn't really a likable character, just like everyone realized JD's kind of a dick. No, JD's <laughs> on it the same way too. He's like, Yeah, I watch a bunch of Scrubs and he's he's very much in the same category as Corey is for me. We're just like he's just obnoxious and like very predatory, but still like just he thinks like the world owes him something there's like there's a lot going on (laughs) yeah so i i was watching the take and it's the whole nice guy trope so Corey's one of them ted mosby from how i met your mother ross geller Mm -hmm. uh jd from scrubs yeah it really is that nice guy syndrome where it's like uh it sucks too because like uh, girls are obviously told like oh you really want a nice guy like you don't want that one (laughs) yeah that is not a healthy relationship my friend (laughs) because like they treat sean sean hunter like shit and sean hunter is actually the nice guy exactly oh i I remember what bothered me sorry okay (laughs) it's no no um, go, go for it it's at the very end where she, uh, Topanga was basically like, oh, if you stay, I can make it worth your while. And he like kind of gets flummoxed and eventually says, oh, heck, you'll never find out about this anyway. <laughs> and then goes for it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> so so in his mind, is he like kissing her when he knows that she doesn't want to be with him anymore? I is that what so. it's implying? Yeah. But like he, it's like he's treating her like another woman kind of, but knows it's her so like then it's like him taking advantage of her when she doesn't know about it it's it's like what the not fuck? okay <laughs> yeah there was that and at the very end when he wakes up too like she's not in the room and he he obviously doesn't know that either but he says she's here <laughs> like, do you know what it reminded me of presence do you know what it reminded me of <laughs> what in parks and rec when ron knows that his ex-wife tammy <laughs> yeah. where he looks up and he that's goes that's acceptable though i feel like that that <laughs> That's the right way to do it instead of yeah. this, which is just, ugh. <laughs> She's near. <Yeah. laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. Because it, it makes no sense whatsoever Mm-mm. that Topanka would continue to show up. Because oh. she did lay down, like, the law. She's like, if you keep acting this way, I'm not going to want to hang out with you anymore. Exactly. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and, I'll break and that, up with you again. <laughs> well, not just that. the The way the episode ends is, uh, she's like, "Stop staring at me like that," and he's like, "I'm gonna keep staring at you she, like this." He specifically <laughs> says, "I will always look at you like this." But like, he doesn't say it like lovingly with like a smile on his face. No, he, like, it's a like, threat. Fa- <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna keep looking at you like this." <laughs> it's a free country. I'm sorry. I thought we lived in America. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Corey Matthews. Damn it. Damn it, Corey. <laughs> Cornelius. Mm-hmm. That's his real name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sean doesn't get a ton to do, but I love how it, they, they continue to show how great Sean is with Seanzy saying, I'm the one who said the word but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love how like like in the 1950s saying butt is like saying fuck. <laughs> that's like that's what we brought up in um we recently watched Hocus Pocus. We did a podcast on that and there's a scene where the dad yells at Max for saying this place sucks. <laughs> so I like when I watched it as a kid, I went to my parents to be like, Am I not supposed to say sucks? Is that not okay? <laughs> I, I actually have a funny story about Hocus Pocus because I was originally, when Hocus Pocus opened up, my mom's like, do you want to go see Hocus Pocus? Like she was trying to downplay it because she didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go see the new Tom Hanks movie? You love Tom Hanks. I'm like, oh yeah. And she's like, okay. 
Two for Sleepless in Seattle. I was like, wait, what? Oh, no. This isn't big. <laughs> wait a minute. This isn't a League of Their Own 2. <laughs> Where's the More leagues to own. Turner and Hooch, too many dead dogs. <laughs> we went through too many dogs. Yeah, so like saying but, also it was TV back then, so like saying yeah. but, why is it such a big deal? And I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and the the way that, that Mr. Turner gets so offended. Oh, yeah, he has to say utbay instead of but. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the oh, pig yeah. Latin twice in this episode, actually. Uh, so much pig Latin. <laughs> but uh, Tom Bosley being so nice to to um, Corey when he finds out he's a spy is like, of course you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> Tom Bosley. And he's like, well, you're still our guest. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how it would go in the real world. They would have tied him to a chair. And why doesn't Corey run away? Yeah, like, that's his house. He knows all the exits. <laughs> yeah, all he had to do is basically, like, throw the brownies in the air. And they would have been like, no, don't don't let the brownies fall. And then he could just run away. <laughs> yeah, I did like that um, Tom Bosley specifically said that, that when he was on the phone with the FBI, he's like, I'm here with Anson Williams and the Russian spy. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it sound like a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why Why did they have an air raid siren? Like, how did... That was wild, too. And, like, uh, how... Because uh, Topanga and Sean, like, set it off. How, how did they get access to that? Like... Is is Shanzi carrying like a nuclear bomb on him? I don't know. <laughs> D- does he say a code and it freaks people out, like Yankee Foxtrot or something? Like <laughs> exactly. Well, it's wild too, because like they're setting off the siren, which is clearly like that's causing chaos in the entire town. So I want to see the follow-up episode that shows what happened. Yeah, like, because remember when Wall Street crashed during the Great Depression? Men were jumping off buildings. Yeah. I just picture, like, like oh, a wife coming home with groceries, and her husband has hung himself. Because <laughs> Topanga and Sean are trying to get Corey out of prison. Yeah. yeah the, the other thing in that uh, scene that I love, too, is that the siren goes off, and then... I guess the cop or whoever was working in the jail. Opens yeah, Barney the, Fife. Yeah, he opens the jail cell and like pushes everybody in to then do duck and cover. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, now I just want to see like the alternate version of like all these people like going home and being terrified. Yeah. We're just supposed <laughs> to make dinner. <laughs> Carl? Carl, are you... Oh, Carl, why? (laughs) Carl, there's only one bullet left. (laughs) And then it turns into, like, the ending of the mist. (laughs) Exactly. The tanks roll in. (laughs) Aw, man, no! (laughs) Yeah, so... Is there anything we're missing? I mean, again, I I really enjoyed Eric just as a straight up voiceover, basically yelling at the dogs, being like, "You you must be able to find a Russian spy. You're a Harvard trained dogs." I do love when they find him in um, in Slims, and he's like, "Eric, I'm your brother. You're not my brother, comrade." Yeah. <laughs> Why was that like the go to thing to say back then? Oh, I don't call me comrade, comrade. <laughs> yeah, you can say comrade, but commie's no good. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we didn't even talk about Pat Morita. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden they're they're at the Mako pad and then they basically decide, oh, we have to go to the wise man. <laughs> and it's kind of offensive. It's like super offensive. It does yeah. not age well. Uh-uh. No, because yeah, like, like Mr. Williams is like a beatnik, and then he's like, Oh, I'm I'm just a hepcat. Here's the wise man, and then Here's Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. Now, if if they kept him as Mr. Miyagi and actually as a person from Japan, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But then he goes into his Arnold voice from 
from Happy Days. And it's like, yeah. oh, no, that's <laughs> not good. No. <laughs> oh, it's all in good fun, though. Everybody from Happy Days is here, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about it. Um, There have been two people nominated for Oscars on Boy Meets World, at least two that I can think of. Um, There was Pat Morita, who's nominated mm-hmm. for The Karate Kid. Nia Verdalis. Oh, from, weird. She was the woman who ran the 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 foster home that the kid that Eric wanted to adopt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there had to be other people who have grew up to be like bigger celebrities mm-hmm. um who have been nominated for Oscars. Cuz I know like Amy Adams used to be on like Smallville and stuff. Right, yeah. And um this season was also the season with Missy Robinson. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that actress was in My Day with the President's Daughter with Eric Math oh, with Will right. Friedle. I forgot about that. Yeah. I still need to do that on this podcast, but I can't find a copy of it anywhere. Oh man, yeah, I haven't, I have watched that in forever. I mean, it was it's probably, not on Disney I'm Plus. Assuming, yeah, it's it, it. The last time I saw it, I'm sure it was just on Disney Channel. Yeah, I mean, so good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like I barely remember anything. I remember them like hopping into like um I don't know, like a a black car and like driving elsewhere. But I remember I, loving that movie. <laughs> what I remember the most is when he shows up to pick her up for the date, she's dressed kind of like Chelsea Clinton. She's got like her hair up That's right. and she's wearing like a cardigan and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna go change at at this like nightclub and then she comes out and takes the glasses off and pulls down her hair and she's in, you know, the dress. And yep. you're like, oh man, she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she's all dadded. <laughs> yeah. Man, how are they going to make her, you know, pretty? Uh, take those glasses off, pull the hair down. Wait, what What, what magic did who, you just who do? Who is this woman? <laughs> Sorcery. <laughs> so the first time I saw this, episode of boy meets world was um i used to on fridays hang out at my friend's house he lived up the street um from me so we were watching tgif we watched this and we watched muppets tonight and (laughs) yeah it was great so we were watching this episode and we then had to ask his parents about what communism was And she's like, uh, eat your Papaginos. Yeah, just, just eat that stuff, cross pizza, kids. <laughs> we didn't even have a Pizza Hut in our town. We it's had Papaginos and Domino's. I mean, Papaginos is better than Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. But we weren't able to get breadsticks because they were out. Unacceptable. Oh, man. Communism, damn it. <laughs> now, do you remember who the host was on Muppets Night that, that night? I that's, that's do. That's I do. It was Billy Crystal. Oh, okay. Not one of my favorite episodes, but it's fine. Oh, wait, no, it was Prince. It was Prince. <laughs> Prince is one of the best because it also had yeah. the um, Bows of the Bear in it, too. Yeah. You wouldn't let him in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You also had a Raspberry Beret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our Raspberry Sorbet. Yeah. Yeah. It. Also, that episode of Muppets Tonight should have ended with uh, Prince running away with Miss Piggy. Yes, correct. (laughs) And singing, I want to be your lover. (laughs) So, yeah, as we get to the end of this episode, the biggest takeaways is that it's so problematic that Corey, you know, electrocutes himself. It's kind of karma, if you think about it. Him electrocuting himself is kind of karma. I mean... He deserved it, especially he, so after he wakes up, there's obviously like that that end scene too, where he plugs his laptop into the same outlet that he got electrocuted in the first place. And then his poor parents like run in to be like, Corey, you're okay? He's yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Because if you look at the design of the house on the other side near the sink, there's also an electrical outlet. Yes. <laughs> Dumb, stupid Corey. An idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about uh, Feeny Fleet Five or whatever it's called. <laughs> I know. 
His what what was William Daniels' costume? It looked like a black mock turtleneck, and it looks they like they took like, like pack tape around packing around tape. It looks like packing tape, right? Yeah, it was incredible. It it really did look like they had like five minutes to put him into costume. And we're like, good enough, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they spent all the time just making that wristwatch for him. Yeah, because he had like like other like I was gonna say like appendages, but like there are other things like on that that watch, so. They had that going. Maybe, I mean, if they're going to bring in Robin Williams, they wanted a good prop for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, now I'm curious about what that that hallucination was. Is, like, Topanga, like, one of the the green women from Star Trek? Is she oh, a I mean, Borg? she must be. Like, yeah, it's going to be another, another thing for him to fall in love with or at least, like, con into loving him. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Borg queen from Star Trek. First contact. <laughs> Assimilation. <laughs> I did as, as much as like Corey was a just obnoxious in this. I did enjoy his last uh, line where he's just like, "Ugh, sure, go ahead." As <laughs> Feeny's beaming them up. Yeah, I. My favorite Corey is Corey in love with Sean. That's my yeah. favorite Corey. Like. We've talked about this episode, and we've we've teased it so many times. I'm gonna have to have you come back on and do it. But <laughs> the one where Corey and Sean break up, it's yeah, it's <laughs> probably like the the most I don't know one of the per- most perfect like scenes that they're in together. Cause yeah, it's, just, it's done so well. Because <laughs> I I just I love when Corey just goes Sean boys, <laughs> <laughs> just. Everything about Corey and Sean's relationship is perfect. Mm -hmm. But the thing that no one ever really addresses is Topanga should be with Sean, not Corey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just, you know, somebody else. Just not Corey. (laughs) Well, remember, she tries to be with, um, oh, my God. Was it the the person? uh, Shane West. That's That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Shane West from... uh, um. Oh my God! What was that movie that he was in? Whatever it takes. Yes. That that was also the Sarah Noda Burr Shrek one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think of was Walk to Remember. <laughs> yeah, Shane West from A Walk to Remember, but in Whatever It Takes, that's also another crazy cast because that's him, James Franco, Colin Hanks, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Weird. And then, like, Marla Sokoloff, who never really did anything. But, yeah. Yeah, Julia like, Sweeney's in it. <laughs> Julia Sweeney plays his mom. Oh, nice. <laughs> Actually, we should be saying, Julia Sweeney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anytime I hear someone who is, like, a know-nothing actor on SNL. <laughs> the one that I do that the most with is Siobhan Fallon. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh you know whole star siobhan fallon yeah everyone's favorite (laughs) yeah married to henry winkler oh why didn't they get henry winkler for this like i don't understand how they didn't get him because like he he would have been available right (laughs) at at this time he wasn't doing anything really yeah this is like before he kind of i feel like there was a point Maybe Arrested like, Development is what well, I was when thinking, like even up. like Little Nicky era. Funnily enough, like that's where he kind of like a was like, okay, I can kind of be funny about myself. Like oh, I don't know if that was the start of it. This was ninety six, right? Yeah, he was making Scream. Okay, that's probably why. But man, it would have been great to see Winkler because they wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to get Ron Howard. Right. But it would have been great to see Winkler or Scott Bayo. Yeah. Or I mean, what was Donnie Most doing? What was Ralph Malf doing? Not much, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> so how many bagels? Oh boy. I feel Yeah, thirteen bagels. Yeah, I was thinking like lower middle of the pack for this one, honestly. Mm. I'll give it like a, I'll give it a six. I'm doing 6.5. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gotta love that chicken head. (laughs) 
Not only was it a chicken, so she specifically gave him the chicken head, but also told him to like flap his arms like a chicken, like not helping, trying to like. <laughs> Is that what they thought in the fifties? That giant mutant, like, were they so scared of radiation poisoning that like if they saw a giant chicken, they're like, oh yeah, radiation poisoning. Don't say anything because then we have to come to our own mortality. <laughs> Just look away. So. Thanks for doing this. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, just World of Commotion. It's our podcast on Zero Science Network. We talk about Disney. And Scott's been on it a couple times, too. Yeah, so I have. Check out those episodes. And I have requested to be on for when you do Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah, in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the one that I definitely want to be with be on, I'll, I'll tell you after we stop recording. But Yeah. Oh, we'll make it yeah. happen. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i have another podcast called hell is a musical i have a mini series that i do with christopher brown uh called when scary met stabby which we're done for this year but uh we're already planning next year um danielle's been on for that you mm-hmm. got to be on for halloween i know it was a great episode yeah yeah <laughs> that was say so myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so weird that both both of the wives were on different. I know. Apps. Should have oh, have all the wives. <laughs> we don't have a harem. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Jesus>. yet. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, you can find both of those on zeroscience.com on the Zero Science Network, um, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email us at Writers Bagel Basket at gmail.com find us on stitcher on spotify uh apple podcast and give us five stars uh once again danielle thanks for doing this thanks for having me this is great until next time i'm scott curlin bye